Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast where we look to reassure people that football is fixable. All right, Seth? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good, mate. That was a good episode last time out with uh, your buddy Nick, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he was our biggest fan, so I think it's good that he was able to finally get his his word in. You can see, like, you know, when he sat here and he was just inspired by us, wasn't he? It was mm. amazing, you know. He yeah. just could barely get a word out of him. He's just looking in awe. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I think it, also you could tell that he learned a lot from us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although saying that, I thought he was quite sensible. He's another one of those, you know, sensible kind of fans, isn't he? I'm not saying that yeah. just because he was Arsenal, but, I, you know. I thought, you know, we had a really good chat with him, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think it was good to pin him against you as well. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, sounds weird. A bit of rivalry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, but in terms of the rivalry, yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew you were going to pick Burkamp first. So, which, and I knew yeah. that Nick would pick Henri straight after that. And then that would be heart Straight away. That's, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. It did take me a while to get the rules. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And every time you, you were like, oh, I get it. I get it. And then you would say exactly the same before. And I was like, we're making oh, a combined. Oh, I didn't get it, but I do now. And then, oh, I, no, I still don't get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick was sat there the whole time thinking, but I've got it. Um, this sure guy's an idiot. So, yeah. Yeah, I do say silly things sometimes. No, but you want it. So, you know, you should be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I enjoyed that, to be fair. And I appreciate the effort that you had to smile through gritted teeth listening yeah. to two Arsenal fans and all that. Um, so sorry for all the other listeners who probably had to, well, they tuned out probably. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, one of my bosses, he's a, he's a big Arsenal fan and he said he switched off pretty much during the uh, bonus when we talked about United a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, so he'll be happy with this one. Ah, is that the guy who said it made him fall asleep or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah. So he, um, to put this into context, he, he, tried, he tried to compliment me on the fact that we've got a podcast uh, and we're trying new things and everything and so he came over to me and uh, he proudly leant over to me and he said I fell asleep listening to your podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the first times like he spoke to you or something isn't it like to pay you a compliment or something you said um, or? he spoke to me a few times before but uh, with the podcast itself yeah that's the first time he came to tell ah, me that he'd right. listened to it but <laughs> and it put him to sleep <laughs> yeah brilliant um, so yep. hopefully yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that one <laughs> that's 13 fans we've got now yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, right, a couple of silly things before we get stuck into this one, if I may. Mm. Uh, I need to point these out because, I don't know, it's just, we've got to fix a lot, you know. Yeah, there's a lot out there. Um, I know in the past we've spoken about, um, on TalkSport, who we are fans of and everything, Andy and Darren Bent, those two, they're brilliant. Love Goldstein them. and Benty. Goldstein and Benty, yeah. Um, I d- Goldstein, to be fair, might have been saying this to get a bit of uh, debate going and stuff, but he was, because Klopp announced last week, didn't he, that he's going to be stepping down at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And Goldstein said, you know, how good is he if Pep's a 10 out of 10, Jose's a 10 out of 10, Fergie's a 10 out of 10? What's Klopp? Because, I, you know, he's, he's won one Premier League. Is he that good? And, mm. well, so, summarise again. What's your feelings on Klopp? For me, I think he's the best manager out there. There you go. And yeah. I, I tend to agree. Right now, I'd love to play for Klopp. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Arteta and everything, but from an outsider, Klopp is amazing. I'd, you know, love to play football for him. Yeah, and I think it plays into our the first episode we ever did about trophies. Because I don't think trophies necessarily are a be-all and end-all. Just because Pep's won more trophies doesn't necessarily mean he's a better manager. Because, uh, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, mm. Pep hasn't been tested in the same way that Klopp has. Yeah, it's about the expectations and that, isn't it? Like, yeah. what resources does Pep have? And he's brilliant, but he certainly, Klopp's, I feel, had to do more, really. 
yeah. to get to a very similar level. And so many seasons he's been so close to Man City and he's pipped them yeah. um, in that, that one season I think he had as well, didn't he? But also winning yeah. the Champions League. He's won one of everything, I think, hasn't he, Klopp? Yeah, and I mean, that, that <clears throat> season when he, I think they got 97 points and they came second. That's so unbelievable, isn't it? That's amazing. Yeah, they won the Champions League then as well. So not yeah. only did should they really have won the Premier League, they, they also won the Champions yeah. League as well, which is two of the hardest competitions to win. Yeah. So yeah, no, absolutely. I just thought it's a bit of a silly thing to say. Maybe it's just to bring up that a bit of a debate amongst the fans and stuff. But yeah, he's a he's 10 also out of 10 a, manager, isn't he? Yeah, but Goldstein is a United fan oh, yeah. through and through. United through and through. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point as well. Um, and another couple of things. So away from so I'm glad we cleared that one up. So Klopp is a ten out of ten. Oh yeah. Um, so we fix that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but a couple of silly things. You see, see some of the games during the week. We had a whole Premier League fixture list, didn't we, going on throughout the week? Mm-hmm. Some of the I know we fixed VAR and some of the rules as well. Yeah. But they're not listening. <laughs> some of this yeah, stuff. Still doing it. Some yeah. of the oh, the time it took for some of the decisions in the Liverpool against Chelsea game. The ref missed a couple, well, at least one penalty that Chelsea should have had. Liverpool were the better team, don't get me wrong. Mm. But how was the ref missing, especially the second um, penalty claim? Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, and I think the first one was arguably a penalty as well. Mm. But why VAR is not getting involved? I don't understand why, if it's not clear and obvious, well, the whole clear and obvious thing, VAR won't get involved in some way. Um, but sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's it's that, that, yeah. how do I want to phrase it? So it's, oh, if it was given though, VR wouldn't have overturned it, but if it as it wasn't given, it didn't get. But I don't, you know, it seems a bit yeah. counterintuitive. It's, How it's it? far too confusing. And for I think we made it quite clear during the VAR episode that we know it's not going away. Yeah. So how can we fix certain things? Yeah. I think a, a few of the listeners probably have this idea that they, they think that I'm saying that it should be like rugby when it, it's not at all. <laughs> I think as it is. Both of us are agreed. VAR's not working. It's not working, and it's just yeah. that it it should not be like this at all. No. So in no, it, if it was a, a matter of keep VAR as it is or don't have VAR, neither of us want VAR. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But we are both exactly. realistic in the sense that VAR is not going away. Yeah, they've committed so, to it now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we tried to fix VAR, didn't we? Yeah. So well, we did. We succeeded. We did. Yeah, they just didn't listen to us. Oh, yeah. Days, man. Yeah. So. It's yeah, there was that and it, and another one as well. So it's just more and more urgent. People, you need to share our podcast around. We need yeah. to people need to listen to us. There yeah. was another one in the West Ham game during the week where it, there was a the ref not given a clear penalty for mm. West Ham against Bournemouth. And I think um, it's something that if you're in the top, not even in the top six nowadays, the the top three or four teams in the in the league, if there's a VAR decision that goes against them, there's quite a bit of talk around it and it's it's a big thing isn't mm. it whereas i've mentioned to you before uh, everton has had quite a few var decisions against them and it's cost us big important points there's uh, one against villa uh, not so long ago if we actually had that decision correct in our on our side we'd be out of the relegation zone that's yeah. that's how important it is that's for the, us it, yeah exactly it, wolves I think have had something like yeah. the equivalent of twelve points this season. I think they, yeah, was it? it might have been off air. We were chatting about it, weren't we? About um, Wolves, probably the most unlucky this season. Yeah, with some of the decisions they've had. Yeah, but I think a lot of the conversations tend to happen when it's you know Liverpool or City that the decisions have gone against them. So gets more media coverage or whatever. Yeah. Do you agree with um, that? Everyone tells me this when Fergie says uh, he famously said that you know it evens itself up over a season. 
do you think? So is it going to even itself up for Wolves then over the season? I, I think I'm, no, it doesn't sit right with me that. I'm not sure it does. Well, there's an element I would... <laughs> yeah. It's random. How do you know if it's going to balance out over a season? Yeah, well, I, I'm, there's an element of balancing out. I would say in terms of... Yeah, the you know number of decisions going against everyone over over a whole season or a few seasons, I can see it balancing out. The problem is, if you take ten points away from <laughs> Liverpool now, or take ten points away from Wolves now, the difference will be Liverpool will be outside of the top four and Wolves will be in the relegation zone or near enough. Yeah, that's the impact that's the kind is of, different. Yeah, completely different. Yeah. That's the same as you know with with the FFP uh, charges. Liverpool, uh, sorry, uh, Everton have been ducked 10 points, deducted them 10 points, so we're now basically in the relegation zone, we'll be likely to be deducted another 10 points, we'll probably get relegated. That, yeah, if that happens, that's yeah. a real worry. Yeah. Whereas if City get deducted 10 points, you know, they'll probably yeah. still win uh, other trophies. and they'll It's not going to have any long-term impact. Relegation no. could potentially have a really long-term impact, couldn't it? Exactly, yeah. So it's a greater punishment in a sense. Yeah, so I would say... The levelling out, I can understand that can happen because I don't think VAR is necessarily trying to pick certain teams out. Oh, no, no. But, yeah, I'm not claiming that. Yeah, just... but the impact that it has on the teams throughout the league is completely different, I would say. Yeah. I, for me, it was just, yeah, I don't think it's a, an agenda or anything like that. I just mm. think to say, oh, it evens itself out. So you have 10, you know, I think, was it 12 points or something you were saying that Wolves have been... I think so it's, it's something like that. It so might, it's it like, are be. they going to gain... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but just say that it was 12. It's like saying, oh yeah, but they'll gain 12 points in favour. Or something. Mm. I was like, well, no, how's that? That's not... Yeah. That can't happen. That I'm not sure that's... There's a chance it could happen, but it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. oh, it's going to even itself out. And loads of people have thrown that Fergie quote at me saying, oh, it balances off out. I'm not sure it does. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't, in my yeah, how the, do you the impact know? is going to be completely different to everyone. Yeah, isn't it? it's going to be random. It's going to be yeah. just every football match. You can't say, "Oh, it's going to even out today," or you know. It's like we said before. Elon Musk can be fined five hundred quid for speeding. I could be fined five hundred quid for speeding, and the, <laughs> the impact is very different. It's very different. Yeah. Um, well, so there we go. So yeah, a few silly things have happened this week. Um, today, then, what are we getting on to, Cess? I think what. We had a few other incidents from the week that I think we want to talk about, don't we, which we need to fix. Yeah, well, I mean, we call it fixing fans, which mm. might seem a bit contentious considering we have fans listening to our podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think this kind of goes into the... It alludes to what we've talked about before, which is the toxic football culture. Yeah, it's kind of the atmosphere around football, in a sense, the culture yeah. around it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and we're not necessarily saying all fans. We're, no, we're no, talking... it's often a minority, in fact, isn't it? The mm. minority that kind of blemish it for everyone else. If yeah, that's you know. and th there's that old saying, which I can't quite remember what it is, but it's... Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but well it, it's something like the news will report on the plane that crashes and not the planes that land. So it makes it seem like plane travel was actually very dangerous yeah. when actually it's a very small exactly. minority. Exactly. If all yeah. you ever know about uh, plane landings is from the news, then you'll think all planes crash. Yeah. Um, so it, it is that thing. It could be the minority. However, it could it they could steal. They the, stand out and they get the headlines. Yeah. And, exactly. Um, yeah. We've had quite a few because I think we had an episode. What we, well, we did have an episode where we looked at refereeing, didn't we? And we said, you know, some of the abuse they get. We need to make it more attractive for our, you know, to, for refereeing standards to increase. Yeah. And attract. We need to attract more people to become referees. Mm. Why would you want to become a referee when fans are 
What's happened this week? Was it, what was that thing at Port Vale? Yeah. It was, um, fan, was it in the FA Cup or something? Or? Yeah, fan chasing after the Chased the off the referee. pitch, didn't yeah. you, or something? Yeah. What? I mean, that is insane. I know. It's, what is... There's no excuse for that at all. No, not at all. And I know this this whole thing about, well, that fan's going to be banned for life. Is that a fair punishment, do you think? I don't think it is. The thing is, I, I don't really know what the fair punish, punishment is, because for me... I'm an Everton fan, but I've actually only seen Everton play once. Yeah. And so were I to be one of those crazy people to just run onto the pitch and chase after the referee and they ban me for life, it's not going to make a huge bit of difference for me because I can still watch them uh, yeah. play for the rest that's of their right. life. Yeah. Just not... yeah, you've only gone to see them once and that's not really having again, that's impact, isn't it? Yeah. It's not really affecting you a lot. Exactly. And I, I've there's so many so many people that I know, they've only seen their the team that they sport either once or some of them haven't seen them play ever and yeah. actually because of the distance because of the price of the tickets it can be out of reach for a lot of people uh, and it's just not viable on a weekly basis and so just banning them for life i just don't think it's something that it's not a deterrent is it yeah that's the thing. it's about the deterrent but you want to incentivize the positive side as well it's not just we'll punish bad things when they happen you mm. want to praise, you know, or encourage, incentivize things that are more positive as well. The respect, yeah. talking about the respect of referees and stuff. And yes, fans should have free speech, right? You should be able to chant and have a laugh. And it's part of the story of football, isn't it? When yeah. all the referee, what's he doing and that kind of thing. Don't make it personal though. Don't no. go and threaten them. We've had death threats and things. You yeah, get in the news as well. Media. And, yeah, you know, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? So, so, so how do we fix it then? So how do we... Instead of just banning somebody, and do we is there like, the, is it in terms of the police? Are we getting involved with? Like, are we fixing the police sort of process with this, or is it just from a footballing side? What, how do we approach there's this? Be, do you think? Yeah, there's got to be some sort of security process that needs to improve because this fan actually managed to run from the other side of the pitch, didn't he? Oh yeah, across the pitch to yeah. run a referee off. And it's just yeah, I'm, he was only slowed down by some coaches that went near him, and then eventually security staff. Yeah. Got to him, but it you know he, he was able to run for so long without getting caught. I think or young fans are seeing this as well, and yeah. that culture is just going to breed as well. And you're going to get mm. if 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 younger fans, you know, kids can see that happening and think, oh, maybe I could do that when I'm, you know, if yeah. that's the way you deal with anger. People need help dealing with. It. So one thing is is about help. I think you need some sort of help to. That's not how you handle things. No, and you need some sort of whether I'm not saying therapy maybe or. It's, some support and you know to help you deal with disappointment and things like because yeah. we said when we did the refereeing episode didn't we that there's always someone who's unhappy you know mm. there's always going to be a team if somebody's winning then that means someone's losing yeah so you know we all get you know when I see my team lose um, who do I support again I never mention it so no. um, um, it was you know Tottenham wasn't it. It's, uh, <laughs> I almost, uh, <laughs> say, almost agreed. I was, was going to say I almost lashed out then, but that's <laughs> oh, right. kind of been a bit of a hypocrite. There. No, um, so yeah, no. When Arsenal are losing or something like that, obviously it's it's upsetting, it's angry. I get frustrated at the you know shout at the TV or when I'm in the stadium and so on. But at the same time, I don't start threatening the ref. I don't go to social media and handle it that way, mm. you know. So why is it that people do? So that maybe they need some support in how to deal with that in that sense yeah can clubs set up you know we talked about with Coops the other week or the other episode mm. um, about community schemes and you know about helping the community is it for football clubs to create you know almost um, support schemes and stuff like that to help fans deal with those kind of things do you think is that maybe a suggestion that could work for you do you think 
I think it could help. The The only problem I have with that is that um, the, the people that choose violence are the people that will have chosen violence whether football was there or not. That is, that's my mm. general view. You always um, get idiots in society, don't you? Is it just yeah. is it just that? It's not football fans specifically, it's just they're idiots. They, they chose football they... to be tribal on, and yeah. it gave them the excuse to be able to have a fight. Yeah. There was um, a friend of mine was telling me that he was watching Liverpool play against... Oh no! Sorry, it was Man United playing against another team. Um, don't con- don't confuse those two. You're going to get the <laughs> yeah. wrath of the fans. More red, you know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. So uh, uh, United scored, and this one guy apparently stood up, took his shirt off, and just started um, calling for fights with someone. He what? just wanted to have a fight. He got kicked out, and he couldn't see the rest of the game. So he he chose. It didn't matter for him that, that he's a, he chose to be a United fan, but he used that as an excuse to fight. So mm. I think for me, I would say that were he not a fan of football, he would have just chosen to fight, anyway. fight anyway. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the same for a lot of people. I think they use football as the excuse to justify the violence that they've already chosen. Is there, I mean, okay, you know Game of Thrones... The I didn't know Walk of Atonement. <laughs> so you want us to ring a bell? And so uh, shame. Yeah. Ring the bell. They have to march naked through the streets. Humiliate them. That'd be a deterrent, wouldn't it? I'd, unless if it's a group of lads, then they're going to have the lad mentality where they they'll enjoy it. They'll be like, Wee. well, we're not letting them doing it together. We'll separate them all out so they're you know one at a time. Everyone's tough when they're with their mates. When yeah. you know, you remember all the bullies at school and that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. You know, separate them out. And we can throw tomatoes at them. Yeah, but like in the stocks, you know, the olden days when they have them in the stocks. We're not that old. I know we are old. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, they used to have, is it the stocks? when You say we, you're far older than I am, so let's not forget that. Yeah. Wiser. Significantly. 20 significant days. Is it 20 days? Or 21? uh, 20 20 days. 20 days. There There we go. And that's wisdom right there. So, like I say, I'm the wiser one. So, but yeah, in terms of... Do it, can you turn it into something like I don't know. I might be joking slightly. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> some form of public shaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Why not. I think the problem is it's it's very, very difficult to teach people that have already chosen violence in their lives to not choose violence. I think the problem is that they've been brought up thinking that violence is okay in the sport. And the best way to uh, stop that in football is to stop it in the first place, grassroots, from from yeah. a kid's age. I think we've, I think we've talked about it before on a, another podcast where we, you know, at schools they've got to take ownership. They've got to take responsibility for parents, for example. The the way yeah, they there's been a lot of that, hasn't there? Yeah, parents the get involved and in, even in like yeah, it's so young. Uh, like under sevens football matches where parents yeah. are shouting and swearing and having a go at the referees and stuff. You think, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there's been videos uh, showing, you know, there was even a, a kid that told his parents off for shouting at the referee. And I thought, that's brilliant. That's that's what, yeah, that sets the precedent. And yeah, that's what but you need. for a kid to have to tell the parents off. Nick, from uh, the last episode, he was telling us, wasn't he, that um, he saw... Well, he read an article, didn't he, that uh, a referee, was his, he was 14 years old, was he? Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. and Something like that, yeah. The, the parents were all 
abusing <clears throat> him uh, to the point that he quit. And I mean, that's, you know, if he's dreaming to be a referee and then because of the abuse you get and you quit that dream, yeah. that's just heartbreaking. Isn't and it? all the kids playing, they're going to think that's normal. So they're going to grow up, they're going to start playing Sunday League and they think it's normal to push and threaten the ref. We've seen that. Yeah, we've well, we said that before. And, yeah, the swearing yeah. and stuff at the referees and things like that. Yeah, and it's just going to grow from get. that, isn't it? And yeah. I've uh, I've been to football games before where all you hear is constant abuse all the time, and you can tell the kind of people that uh, are doing this. They can quite easily have a mob mentality. And yeah, they could, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It uh, and it's real worry, and I think it, it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult to try and teach those people to not choose violence. Um, I think, firstly, it just needs to be addressed from the grassroots, you know? Uh, the Yeah. I mean, so that's that's the longer term, isn't it? So that's it's the, definitely that's, longer That's term. the bigger fix. That's yeah. the ultimate sort of... That's our goal. Yeah. So it's addressing it at the grassroots from education through school, football clubs, football clubs in the communities when they do local work and things like that, any coaching they do, such an important thing. Put Putting hashtag respect on a banner isn't going to do enough. You need no. to be... And I'm sure more does happen than you know behind the scenes than we're seeing, but we need a shift in the culture, don't we? So that's definitely something for the longer term. Is it? Um, is there a form of illegality on going onto the pitch? Because it's it's a form of trespassing, isn't it? It's sort of, yeah. But if you trespass on a, a business property, you know, which strictly says no trespassing, uh, you will be prosecuted. Yeah. Isn't that basically the same for a football pitch? If it isn't, it should be. Because, yeah, yeah, like you say, it's territory. They're not. There are warnings and signs. The thing mm. with, like, I'm not a lawyer or anything, as you, as you know, but I do mm. know a lot because I'm wise. I'm mm. very wise, as you know. <laughs> so one thing with, like, English laws, there's lots of... Because it's such an old thing, isn't it? It's all mm. blurred together from, like, common law and various other things. But there's lots of loopholes here and there. and So I'm not sure if it's actually an, an actual English law mm. that you can't walk onto a football pitch. I don't there is a to... law, apparently, that you're not allowed to uh, hold salmon suspiciously in front of the Buckingham Palace or something. See, there you go. Yeah. So there was you just YouTube... proved my point. <laughs> yeah, there's this YouTuber that uh, he decided to do something like 10 of the silliest British laws uh, on this uh, one one show. And yeah, one <laughs> right. of them, he was <laughs> he was holding this uh, massive salmon really suspiciously underneath like a, a, <laughs> a, a raincoat. And this policeman came over and said, what are you doing? And he was, he, he was just going, oh, what I'm not doing is holding salmon suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to get away with it. And, what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there's there's lots of weird laws, and there's some things that you people do that you don't, I just don't. I don't think there is actually. Law. I might be wrong. I there mean, should be because. It, but there should I, be. Yeah. I, I think why not? It's trespassing. Isn't it is it? trespassing. Yeah. And are you endangering other players and things like that as well? Yeah. So it's yeah. Exactly. I think there should be. It, it is a workplace, uh, and it, exactly, it yeah. should be a place that you should get prosecuted. And I don't think it's necessarily something you should be sent to jail because then the, the jails are already filled up. Anyway, so I think, you know, community service. Yeah, community service would be really good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Helping the uh, local community in some way. Maybe a fine, possibly, Yeah, as an extra deterrent. Yeah, fine could work as well. It's, it's definitely something that I think, j- just to say a lifetime ban, it's not going to stop people from... It, it, all that'll do is stop them from getting access to be able to run onto the pitch. But it's not going to stop them from doing what they yeah, normally do. Yeah, it doesn't do. correct the problem as such, does it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think some form of community service to be able to 
put back uh, some good into the world. I yeah, think it almost of... balance out the bad act but with the positive, stopping the bad act at the same time, obviously, yeah. is key. But also, yeah. I think um, we know how influential footballers are, or how easily influenced humans are, maybe I should say. Uh, yeah. Say, for example, you're walking down the street and then everyone around you suddenly starts running the other direction. You're going to start thinking, oh God, is it Godzilla or something? You might start following them. <laughs> right. We are all sheep in a sense. Yes. And I feel as though in football or in any sports, really, if you're in a stadium full of 60,000 people, it, there's going to be an element of you feeling certain emotions that everyone else is. If everyone's outraged at something, you start thinking, oh, well, maybe it is, it is bad. And I think one of the biggest influences is how the players act. Because if the players yeah. are showing no respect to the referee, then what incentive is there for the right. fans to... Uh, yeah, so it, it kind of, in a sense, starts there as well, doesn't it? Yeah, they, so. they, uh, fans will absolutely mirror what the, especially the, the powerful players. Say, for example, for United, Bruno Fernandes, you know, if he treats referees quite badly a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, he, he, he lets his emotions sometimes get the better of him, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and a lot of players, uh, the United fans, for example, they love Bruno. And so mm. if Bruno is treating the ref, uh, with no respect and if he's the yeah, captain and yeah thing. exactly yeah. Um, and you know you, you could say the same for uh, if Kevin De Bruyne did it for Man City for example if uh, Van Dijk or Salah did it for Liverpool that these powerful players yeah. fans will follow them because the fans love those players um, and I'm not yeah. saying that uh, humans are just going to blindly follow and easily influence but it is something that I would say We've mentioned before about the the bias and the the tribal mentality. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so of course. yeah, you will naturally follow them, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, is it so? Any abuse we talked about around with refereeing that any abuse or arguing back to the ref, straight booking, straight away. Mm. So that, in a sense, will help fix this as well because yeah. that addresses that side of things. Yeah. That will hopefully help improve the culture around respecting referees. Yeah. Um, and we do recognise that they have been doing that. However... But it's inconsistent, though, isn't it's it? It's inconsistent. We've seen them try it a few times before. It sort of dies in and out, doesn't it? It's yeah. like a phase where... But then you don't see it for a while. And you see every in the midweek games you just had, there's players gone up to refs and stuff yeah. like that. You don't see bookings. and Exactly. It's almost as though the refs have gotten used to that abuse yeah. to the point that they just allow it but no it, it has to be consistent it has to be to the point anyone other than the uh, captain comes up to them straight away a yellow card if the refs don't do it retrospectively yeah and that's the other thing because a lot happens in the heat at the moment the pace the emotions of the game sometimes it might get missed and a ref might that's where consistency can drop in and out and you kind of can forgive it mm. um, as long as it's trying to be as best you know you're trying to be as consistent as possible it sometimes might get missed um, but retrospectively, if that comes in anyway, it reinforces that message at the same time, doesn't it? Yeah, I so, think so. So that will address culture in that sense. So really, we're, we're addressing culture as the real thing here, aren't we, to help yeah. address the fans in a sense. Yeah, I would say so. And speaking as someone who has been sent off before <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. their playing career. Yes, you have. Um, yeah, yeah it, it is definitely something that... Um, have you learnt your lesson? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for people that uh, don't 
quite remember from a few podcasts ago, for a few episodes before, um, I got sent off for standing slightly too close to the guy taking a throw-in. It's disrespectful. <sighs> yeah. What was I thinking, right? Uh, Walk of Atonement, I think. <laughs> yeah, banned for life. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So instead of the, the ref just saying, hang on, take two steps back, he sent me off for the rest of the game. So that's... Um, this is the ref who spent most of the time chatting to the subs and the coach yeah. on the sideline. You know, he wasn't yeah. even watching the game. Yeah. Didn't notice that in another game I was being targeted um, by the, <laughs> the defenders and had a go at me for fighting back. What um, did you do in a previous life? There must be something you've done, you know. He, he actually tried to treat me as a friend as well, didn't he? He'd he always did, yeah. He always, knew oh, he always remembered you, didn't he? Yeah, it's a very weird one. <laughs> oh, it's all. Yeah, I... I can't really. I don't understand why he decided to um, treat me badly at the in the games, but then he somehow think that I'd be all right with him. Maybe it outside. was like a you know tough love thing, or maybe he you know sometimes when you're in love, you <laughs> yeah. you can't you don't know how to show that emotion, yeah. so it comes yeah. across as a kind of you're horrible to them. Yeah, but, like know. pulling pigtails. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe he loved you. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily Someone say somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's got to be someone. Eight billion people in the world, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I... My, my gaming style, my playing style was... Deserved a red card, I would say. I don't think I was ever an aggressive kind of player. No, you weren't or, uh, provocative or something. You were like, trying to no. attack players or you know, that yeah. sort of thing, were you? I think, had you not known that I got a red card and then I told you... Uh, in the end of my playing careers, that I had a red card. I think you would have been surprised. What did you do? You? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It's not in your general play. Yeah, <laughs> and then to find out, it's only because I stood near someone who took a throw in. That probably yeah. make you go, "Oh, right." So it's I mean, so it does help if you've got good referee standards as well. I yeah, mean, you're going to provoke a response if you're doing silly things. Yeah, I mean, these refs are performing in a public arena. You know, you need standards to be a certain level. If a striker misses a goal that they should score, the fans were gonna say they're gonna say something. Yeah, don't get personal. That's one thing. Fans need to not get personal. Yeah, yeah, they they that take it needs to be challenged. Respectively, bans and fines and things like. I think for fans that not just uh, attack refs verbally or in some cases physically, like we mentioned, mm. but also players as well. If they're doing that to anybody, they get yeah. into fights in the in the seats or get with other fans and things. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. Anything like that, banned for life, fined, and you need to do some sort of community service, like you say. Yeah, I mean, you on the street, yeah, on the street, if you go up to a stranger and uh, punch someone, knock them out, you get arrested, <clears throat> don't you? Yeah, exactly. So why is it it's almost allowed in a football stadium? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's, that's a, a really interesting one. Yeah, that. It's, it's, it's another wrong. one. When we say, um, you know, that oh, that would have been a... a a uh, foul if it was outside the penalty box. Yeah, it's that kind <laughs> Doesn't of thing. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. See, I told you, English law is just it's confusing. No, no, exactly. doesn't make sense. And if anyone can confirm about the uh, holding <laughs> salmon suspiciously as well, I, I, <laughs> yeah, that'd that's be a, a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know at what point they thought we need to make a law on this. There's too many. What happened? What yeah. was the original situation? <laughs> Far too many suspiciously, and you're not. Uh, Did a like, king die at some point in history because? Of, yeah, and it was something about yeah. s- something specific about holding it suspiciously as well. So you're allowed to hold salmon normally. Yeah, it's not suspicious. Yes, yeah, so you can be outside Buckingham Palace holding salmon yeah. as long as you're not suspicious doing it. Yeah, you have to make it very obvious <clears throat> that you're holding salmon. Then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. I, I never got understood that one, but there, there there were a few that uh, that guy did on. 
the YouTube channel is brilliant. That can't be a law. That's not right. Yeah. Um, right, so are you satisfied? Have we fixed it there? Or is there more that needs to be well, looked at in terms of fixing fans? We've definitely tried to fix the immediate danger as well as the grassroots. I think we've it's effectively working out the short-term and long-term game i think that's yeah i mean you're right i think to bring in culture because i think that overlaps with a lot of issues in football yeah that actually will kind of trickle into a lot of the other yeah episodes it fixes a lot done. of things yeah we've yeah. like you say referred to it in different ways and approached it from yeah different yeah. topics and things culture filters in doesn't it so yeah that's definitely one and yeah it, i'd just send you a walk of atonement just to give them that that's sort <laughs> yeah. of yeah Shame them! I'd be happy with that, and we can we can make it like a weekly thing, can't we? So, <laughs> it, let's take away the Saturday socials, and we can have the uh, Saturday yeah, Walk of Atonement. The Walk of Atonement. Who's on this week? <laughs> well, yeah. this is uh, Clive from Port Vale. <laughs> you know, and it's shame, like it's shame, yeah. ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Well, you yeah. got your tomatoes today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Should we have? I set up another poll on uh, on <laughs> yeah. the socials and see what people think about the Walk of Atonement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we have community service, jail time, or walk of atonement? Or yeah. all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, how do you feel then? We solved it? We happy there? I reckon so. We'll probably um, visit it every now and again because it, we keep coming back to the this whole idea of the mm. toxic football culture, don't we? Which so. doesn't seem to be the same in other sports, does it? No. No. So it's something doesn't. that for some reason... I mean, we know football is special. It's different, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, that hurt you, oh, didn't it? God. That really, you hate it when people say that. <laughs> the uniqueness, it's an art. Football's unique, it's different to other sports. Yeah, yeah. oh. Um, so, yeah, um, are we happy? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. One? So, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully, you've had a bit of a laugh with it. I know it's a, it's not a nice topic, but it's another one I felt that, you know, it's not a pleasant thing to have to fix, but no. we've, I think we've given it a good. Yeah, check. and no, if you are the fans that choose violence, then stop it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we don't want you listening. Go. No, wait. No, we. Do we? No, we do want them listening because then they'll, 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 they'll learn. learn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good point. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much, guys. Um, as usual, follow us on all the the socials and stuff. Please do subscribe and all that. On how many have we got on Spotify now? You said that was. Um, I think it's, it's nearing fifty. As that's far as bad. I know. we've been going a month. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're building a following. That's brilliant. So exactly. yeah, cheers, guys. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me. Bye, see you later.